0: Hello and welcome to the Black Friday door Buster sale for the M-Word. Connor, tell them what they're going to get with these Doorbusters. We
1: have piles upon piles of snow, Dusty Boys, our winter edition Dusty Boy. Two dollars a pop. You can make love to them, but they, they won't make love to you.
0: No, they won't. But if you have an imagination, because you sat in front of a television in front of Fred Rogers, maybe it will make love to you. Speaking of Fred Rogers, we got sweaters on sale, four for two cents. Just grab your old man Fred Rogers sweater. It'll keep you warm. <laughs> four for two goddamn pennies. Yep, and Take those them. those two pennies, we scratched Abraham Lincoln off and put Fred Rogers on it because he is more important.
1: It's the M word. Hello and welcome to The M-Word, a millennial podcast by
0: millennials. I'm your West Coast millennial, Connor. And I'm your Lone Star Capitalist millennial, Kyle. <sighs>
1: <laughs> Word just two friends trying to not step on anybody's toes this holiday season. Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm assuming you made a mistake when you said that earlier.
0: No, nope, it's the Good Friday, as they call it. This is the Friday that Jesus died on the cross and also he had a it, sale on two socks.
1: Seconds into it. Two seconds. And you gotta you gotta bring them up. Let's let's hold on to our turkey for just a tad
0: longer. At least digest it. Okay? No, nope, you can't. You gotta throw it up and make room. Because you gotta eat that three D, four K HD TV. It's only fifty bucks. Go eat it right now. It's fifty six inches. 56
1: inches, three-dimensional, curved, backwards and forwards, touch display. Um, there's also little places that, like, it, it's got two hands on either side, so, like, it can give you little tickles if something is funny.
0: Yeah, I heard that if you um, eat it in front of the Walmart employee legally, they you don't have to pay them anything. You can just walk out.
1: Why? Why, oh, why? Do they... It... I just don't understand the rationale that comes behind having all those things only on sale for this time. Everybody buys it and it's just it's just
0: crap, man. It's just doo doo. I don't know. For me, it's a big video game time of the year. It's where I get all my good discounts on all my polygons uh, on the TV that I put into my station of play. And, and I really enjoy the deep discounts because otherwise, they cost hundreds of dollars, which is an absurd amount of money.
1: But listen, so so I think Black Friday could
0: be seen as the one
1: day that millennials get to shop year-round.
0: <laughs> it's Because it, it's really... Uh, pulls us into our own element. It's the blackest, the bleakest of Fridays, the blackest Fridays. Whenever millennials can come out of their
1: caves and uh, and afford, I mean, honestly, that's the problem too. Is they're also buying bullshit. They're buying. Uh, well, yeah, if you it? go to if you the go to unicorn?
0: if yeah if you go to the you know the farms R Us, they have a, a deep discount on bullshit, um, which is real good too if you're looking for that this Black Friday, man. <laughs>
1: I I I got my my bullshit last year and for for just a lovely price, a lovely discounted rate.
0: Yeah, for me, I got a big pile of bullshit for my nephews and they literally played for, with it for like 5 minutes and then like they didn't touch the bullshit for the rest of the year. And it was kind of like, gosh, it, why did you put it on your list? You know, why would you put that on your list if you're not going to play with it all year? And and also, why were they writing down bullshit? I don't know where they heard that. Right, and also, where did one of them learn how to read? He's two. How did that happen?
1: Kyle, I, whenever I was younger, I, I've gone to Black Friday stuff. I've stayed out late. Uh, actually, uh, the only time I've ever really done Black Friday is I went with a church group, and we, we gave Chick-fil-A to people waiting in line to show the love, uh, and uh, and it was nice, but I, w- I did not envy them. I was very warm, and I was I, I ate the Chick-fil-A. And also, you and, had money
0: because also, you weren't spending it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. The the places people wait in line for these Black Friday deals.
0: Yeah, I've never done that. I have purchased things on Black Friday. That has happened in my life. But I've never like done a door buster, let's punch as many white moms as possible to get to the television sets or the tool kits or the sweater sale. I don't know why I think sweaters are on sale on Black Friday, but it's really uh, becoming a part of my canon. <laughs> the the M word canon.
1: We wear sweaters everywhere we go. <laughs> well, so then you would think that they would start selling more physical, uh, I guess. Physical fighting tools for Black Friday. You Ooh, know? yes! So for, like
0: for the Red Thursday, Red Thursday ha- sales is where you get like brass knuckles, uh, real cheap. Or better, I like this. Let's think about this. The Black Friday
1: sales are for those physical objects, but Fortnite style, you have to start in the line, and then the first person in gets to go to the center, and they get like the best, you know, Warhammer, and then the armor. And so that's what allows
0: them to last and like what the winner takes all. Okay, Connor, you know, I've, I've given you a lot of shit on this show. I've, mm-hmm. I've made fun of you a lot because frankly, some of the things you say are just so stupid. They're the most I'm stupid I'm going to say things.
1: this now and I don't like where this is going, but continue.
0: Okay. The, just the most stupid things. That's the best fucking idea you've ever had in your life. It's oh man! So good. Wait, finish it. It's, don't stop. It's so good, Connor. That's perfect. We don't we don't need to bring the Black Friday to the stores. We need a Black Friday island where the battle bus will fly over and drop all of the waiting family members, and they dive in and they do have to collect the goods. You got to think. Okay, I could land in Tilted Towers, but guess what? Everybody else is going to land there, and they're going to get the you know the televisions and whatnot. But mm. I'm I'm gonna you know where I'm gonna go? I'm gonna go to the um the other places in the Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't name more than one, huh? What's the one with uh, the movie theater? What's I don't the- know, I've never played it. There's one with the movie theater, there's one with the haunted place. I just can't think of their names. There used to be a marsh, but the marsh is I gone. I think that would be
1: the most I think that wouldn't en- that would encompass the spirit of Black Friday is to make it a televised event.
0: Oh, let's get Hunger Games up in here.
1: Yeah, put them inside this the dolls. The all the woodies have cameras in their eyeballs. Um you have uh all the different Walmart employees are actually trained marine seals. Oh can my Can you gosh. imagine? Can you imagine now, what that experience would be like? It's if, it, it's going to be flawless. It's going to be beautiful. Uh, One of a flawless kind. Flawless and
0: beautiful. But then you wouldn't get those great value prices. Oh, they're they're gonna they're paying to get on the bus. See, that's where we're gonna get them. They pay to get on the bus. They can keep whatever they get on the island. Oh. But you know, obviously, they have to kill everybody. Oh, Connor, I, we just ran into a problem. What do we got? How do we recreate the storm? How do we make a a storm like the good purple storm in Fortnite that kills people?
1: I okay. I didn't know about this purple storm. How can Bless- you not know about the storm, Connor? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, climate change—it doesn't fucking matter. There's gonna be storms here all the time.
0: Okay, so we need accelerated climate change.
1: Yeah, as if <laughs> as if it's not accelerated enough. Let's so- accelerate it more. Start burning homes, houses, uh, and making more cows. I guess. Let's drive. Just keep tur- everybody turn on your cars. And don't stop them.
0: So we surround the island with coal factories. And Ooh, so and coal workers. And have them eat McDonald's every day so their farts go over there too. That's true climate change. We don't talk enough about the fart aspect of climate change. It's the biggest, it is the most human caused climate change-ness. Yeah, I think we solved Black <laughs> Friday. We didn't even know it was a problem until now and then we solved it. That's that's
1: efficient as fuck. if there is a problem, you will all solve it. Check out this beat as the dubstep resolves it. Boop 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 boo 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 boop 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 boo boo. Uh so Dad! Kyle. Oh, oh 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 what? Dad, I won! No, you didn't. It's time to pass out our participation trophies. Um we have a few very good ones. Uh I want to bring up today. First is Kim. Wow, nice smack. Kim. <laughs> uh she tweeted at us, Kim at, at @metsgirl, uh telling us about this sick new millennial Monopoly game. It's it's called Monopoly uh, for millennials, which if it wasn't clear enough, there it fucking is. Where you have Monopoly Boy on this on the box, wearing some shades, got a coffee, um, probably from Starbucks, but probably more likely from some local chain. Um, yeah, it's from like the Cafe Harvest uh, de Croix, cafe. Cafe Harvest de Croix, Yeah, where the coffee beans was grown in their backyard
0: and fertilize with their, with their own shit. The, the, the beans are... Okay, Connor, get it right, because they have a very good patented technique. First, they grow the beans in their backyard. Then they eat the beans. They shit the beans out. The beans are then watered with pure uh, non-GMO water, and then uh, that's what makes the coffee beans.
1: Oh, man. Well, it, I mean, it sounds delicious. Um, It sounds delicious to me, but... What's also delicious is just this, oh God, that, that, that Kyle, the title underneath the Four Millennials, also Four Millennials is written with like a Sharpie as if like, we're just, <laughs> we're just we can't afford to write we're, fucking print or type. We have to write it with Sharpie because that's, anyway. It does look bot- like,
0: it looks like one of those old binders that's like Sparkle Horse and it, that's the kind of font. So picture Sparkle Horse on a binder and that's the kind of font you would expect that.
1: It says, "Forget real estate; you can't afford it anyway."
0: And God damn it, it hurts because it's true. I can rent. That's not how real estate works. I can rent. You don't. You don't say. Yeah, no, I have real estate. I uh, I pay six thousand dollars I- <laughs> a month for for Wait, this apartment.
1: Yeah, it, you know what would have been better is if uh, what they did was they rented out um, apartments and instead, and they and they just Airbnb'd all of them out. And so they don't own any of the,
0: well, of the did properties. You, I don't know if you read through this. They changed the game essentially. Right. They changed it because there's a Fortnite edition of uh, of Monopoly because they own that SEO, they own that search engine optimization. And they changed it so that when you go around the board you can't you don't buy properties because that's so unrealistic instead you go through experiences because that's what millennials care about we don't care about location 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 we care about how feelings 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 that's how it is mm-hmm
1: So you you travel around visiting cool places to eat, shop, and relax. Interact with other players via chance and community chess cards, which are super, super relatable. And players don't pay rent. They visit one another, earning experience points. This board game is a great way to bring a fun, relaxed vibe to a party or casual get-together.
0: Oh, man. Just a casual get-together. Some of these experiences, by the way, are hot destinations, such as your friend's couch. The vegan bistro, the artisanal coffee bar, or a week-long meditation retreat. Now, who the hell thinks they can take a week off of work for a meditation retreat? I can't do that. <laughs> I know.
1: I, they really don't uh, don't have a lot of continuity there. We're either poor and we can't afford shit or we're going out and partying all the time. Um one of uh, one of the reviews, which i, I I'm really into. it says, uh, even though this world is on fire, oh God, even though this world is on fire right now and everyone is questioning their own existence, this game is fun for all, mostly boomers, but it's full of fun stuff that millennials can relate to, like the Facebook or chat snappy thing. <laughs> and look, it features me how cool I look. All right, I'm gonna take a money bath and wear my special money suit because today is a good day and I'm happy. I don't know what happened halfway through that review but i think he snorted a line
0: there was probably some drug use involved i do like one of the community chess cards is you get a fourth job hashtag hustle hashtag side gig hashtag no days off and that was relatable as hell Mm. Mm. we all know that hashtag hustle thank you kim for sending us that here's your participation trophy which by the way um, Mr. Moneybags, Mr. Monopoly, he has a participation medal pinned to him on the front of the board game. So it is sold out uh, at Walmart where it is exclusively being provided and that's upsetting. I do kind of, here's the thing, I couldn't decide how offended I wanted to be because this game is so ridiculous, but also I really want to play it really badly. You
1: know, there a while back there was a Monopoly that used credit cards instead of money and oh my God, it's called, I think it was Monopoly Here and Now. And I loved that game because I didn't have to handle all this cash and I could to swipe my card left and right. It was super cool, super fun. Um, and I want that to come back. Like, honestly, fuck this game. I just want to use fucking cards. I don't want my gaming experience to be ruined by dishing out tokens.
0: Tokens can be really scary, Connor. They can be really scary. And speaking of scary, I want to thank scary Twitter author, Augie Peterson, who tweeted at us recommending us to somebody they said we're hilarious augie you're so great thank you so much and keep writing your scary short stories they're very very entertaining and i really like it uh she has a podcast of short stories of augie peterson you should check out so augie here's your participation trophy uh the last one goes
1: to me oh connor yeah look at For, that uh, connor,
0: step up step up here so-
1: Oh, thank you. I want to thank my mom and my dad for not doing anything. Uh, no, it's it's. I want to give it to myself because I am applying to go to a school that shall rename Nameless for now. <laughs> that but shall I'm be renamed. I,
0: no, go with the first that one. That shall, shall be, be renamed. renamed
1: Nameless, mainly because if I don't get in, I'll be sad. But also, what's most important and what this this embodies the entire participation trophy uh which is that I applied yep. and I do not know whether or not I will get in. I think I will. I think you um, will too. I think I probabilistically I, I am very likely to get in, but I just want, I deserve it because I applied and I tried my darn tootinist and I'm giving it and I will put this participation trophy on my
0: shelf where it belongs. Uh, but first let me introduce yourself. I think you're going to do a great job at Trump university. I think you're going to have a great, real good time. I think so. Thank you. I, I'm pretty
1: sure it's free now. They they call things for-profit. They call things non-profit. They don't, they don't talk enough about anti-profit.
0: I'm anti-profit. Please take the money here. But stay, here. People, don't <laughs> stay here. Don't leave. Stay here. Don't leave. Stay here. Take forever. this money and stay here. Speaking of things that just leave us, like money, but then sometimes come back, Vine is coming back. Mm-hmm cue the music hey look at this confetti in this ballroom look at that boom, vine's coming boom, back boom, people boom, boom boom ever since ever since vine left our lives have been boring six seconds but it's at a back time and
1: better than ever in six second intervals same as before
0: that's right vine co-founder dom hoffman which is a real Wait. name D- co-founder the co-founder D- dom Hopkins there's a lot okay so there were a lot of F's in there or a lot of O's I don't even know what's happening continue your story I'm sorry for interrupting don't ever apologize I do it to you all the time Vine co-founder Dom Hoffman has just confirmed his plans to bring the popular app back are coming to fruition what's excited about this is I don't think he can call it Vine because I think Twitter owns Vine and so he can't call it Vine and he has revealed that the name is Bite. bite it sounded like you said spite bite it's with a hard b bite as in a megabyte as in a a bite it's a bite
1: size of video it's a bite size of life it's uh, a piece a piece of pie that and that pie is called life it's a piece Uh, of
0: pie 3.14 a slice of life if you will it's a bite it's a bite of bites it's a bite of life It's a bite of life. It's coming spring 2019. Now, here's a really exciting thing. You know, when big stocks happen, you always wish, man, I wish I was in on the ground floor, right? I wish I had known that this was going to be a big deal so I could have made a butt ton of money on it. When Vine happened, we thought, what is this? How are six seconds going to be entertaining? Like that's, it's only six seconds. And then we saw the Renaissance. Of of art happen on Vine. <laughs> We saw the new reson resonance. Um, we
1: saw, uh, yes, there was just so many more art forms. They say that you were restricting things, but in reality, it was a structure upon which we can build a beautiful new art
0: form. It's it's it's, it's crazy. It's beautiful. You had
1: you had a two second intro. You had the caption, which was also a, that became a part of the a part of the experience you had a common meme of uh of of sound effects that were used in every single goddamn vine you, you had you had ama- uh, an
0: amazing uh, cast of characters yeah that that's went in between. that's what i was gonna say i think that Ugh. was the best part of vine was the characters now we did get some real assholes out of that such as logan paul he's really the only one i'm thinking of right now because i just remember him being on vine um, also,
1: him. the eyebrows girl, which I mean, she may not be an asshole. I just don't like her uh, who, stuff.
0: Okay, just okay, just because of who she is.
1: So that's bad. No, I don't. I don't know anything about her personally. I just don't like her videos at all. Yeah, or no, that's pers- fine. Or her portrayed
0: personality. That's fine. You just don't like her, just based on nothing. You don't like her, and that's fine. No, that's fine. Based on Kyle,
1: listen, that's what this is all about. You get six seconds to impress me.
0: That's it. That's what they say. You six seconds to tell me your story. Oh, Connor, this is a great thing. So this is what I was coming to, right? We have an op- opportunity to use Byte from the ground floor. So we got to start real strong. And I think that's a great point that you just made. We make our impressions in the first six seconds. So I think we need to shift job interviews to Byte. The, the Byte needs to be the new LinkedIn because nobody spends more than six seconds on LinkedIn ever, collectively. Mm,
1: yes, yes. I mean, they say like, oh, you have what is it? What did they used to do for those uh, hotlines? You would have like a minute or thirty second intro of yourself, and then they, people would decide whether or not they date you from that. And it's been too—it's too long. So we have six seconds to impress your interviewer. You can, and you can either spout out your resume. You can tell a sick ass joke you can tell a story with your or just sit there and look hot right either way costumes are going to be crucial uh costume set design lighting it's all going to be in the look and your
0: caption you're going to try to fit it all in your caption no no you're wrong you need to build it i don't even remember captions on vine i know they existed but they were like nothing no well that so they would they would they would inform
1: the viewer they would inform the viewer of the secrets that were embedded into those vines. But listen, so bites back and better than ever vine and v- vines back, but it's called bite. Now bites. Yeah. Vines biting back.
0: Vine <laughs> Biting. This is a bite off the vine, just like you do. <laughs> um, and you know, what's crazy. I didn't actually think about it until just now, but when vine existed in like 2011, 2012, when it was created, like there was no, no thing that had video. Instagram didn't have video. Facebook had long videos, but like, isn't that crazy to think about? Like, most of my video now comes from Snapchat or Instagram, and they you still Snapchat. Use Snapchat. Yeah, because I'm a very cool boy. I'm a very cool hip boy, Connor. Alrighty. whatever, cool boy. Yeah, and so I just like, but that back then Vine was it, man. So Byte is entering into a competitive market. How is it going to distinguish itself? We've got LinkedIn. We've got, uh, you know, job interviews. Connor, what's one more thing that we can really do with, with the Byte platform? Um, what are those <gasps> things? Oh, y- you had an idea before I did. I did. But yeah. I, I felt weird to ask a question and then answer it for myself. I mean, you do that every episode. So why don't you go ahead? That's true. Why break the, why break the tradition now? Everyone wants their own streaming TV platform. But nobody wants to watch a television show for more than six seconds, right? That's statistically accurate. We need bite original programming. Oh my god. Yes. Can you holy <laughs> shit. Can you imagine keeping up with the Kardashians? I would watch that shit if it was only six seconds. Just daily What if they hourly
1: episodes for like a two-day period? And so you would watch it and you'd be like, ooh, you would watch it for that. You would just watch the six seconds over and over again for the entire hour and see all the secrets that are involved. They just fill it. They jam pack it with knowledge and information. Right. It becomes a scavenger hunt. Won't you find my treasure? Mr.
0: Rogers' new medium. (laughs) And Mr. Rogers on by, he literally has time to take off his shoes and then throw them at the camera. (laughs) <laughs> that's all he can do at that point <laughs> and he's just like taking his shoes off be like hi welcome to my neighborhood be kind to each other and he throws <laughs> a, little a little day in the neighborhood a
1: little bit of it. and he tries to like hurry up but he can't finish he's
0: like can't, isn't that can't that trolley go any fucking faster i'm mr rogers i have i have four seconds two seconds three I'm done. that was no it no
1: fucking way like it, you saw the movie, right? The Mr. Rogers deal. There's no way, like there are points that they're like, you need to hurry up. And he would just have minutes of
0: silence. Minutes of silence.
1: And so okay. so you would have your, your episode that would come out every hour. And and so it could be a full three days of just six second, six second clips of Roger just, just sitting there. And making sure that you knew that it was okay to be quiet every once in a while.
0: Connor, you're saying that as a joke, kind of, but also I would watch that and subscribe. I would like and subscribe every single one of those. God, Connor, I think we've definitely, we've prepared our bodies for Bite. It's happening next year, or spring 2019. Probably that'll be 2020. Um, realistically, obviously, because that's how development works. And so we're preparing our bodies, and we're really excited for it. We, we're we going to give you all of our exclusive Byte updates as soon as we get them. We are <laughs> the number one source for all Byte news here at the M-Word. <laughs> uh, and other
1: news, me and Kyle have had the amazing opportunity... Uh, that does absolutely and did actually happen and there's no way being made up that me and him saw the new Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald uh, movie. And listen, there's oh, man, there's so many surprises. Well, uh, first of all, so that, might not, that might not
0: sound surprising because you're like, no shit, it's Friday. The movie came out last night. But this is recorded in the past because that's how time works. So like we are special, asshole. Don't ever say that again.
1: Oh, let me just use my uh, fucking Trelawney crystal ball powers. Oh,
0: and it looks like the tea leaf says, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you, you asshole. Sorry, friend. Connor, we sat next to each other in uh, the Fantastic Beasts movie. It was so good to see you. It was very nice (laughs) to see you. I didn't like how you put your dick in the popcorn. I didn't like Um, that. That wasn't nice. It wasn't nice, but it was magical. Oh no, the wand was that's a two inch wand of elder wood. That's that's a short old man's dick. God. That's what that's code for. Woo. So, oh man, Newt
1: back at it again with the white vans, his mumbling, bumbling self, making his way downtown and finding all the furries along the way. <laughs>
0: He, that's that's Newt Scamander, the world's first furry. He was real into it. He liked... I mean, we all saw the first one where he did the sex dance with the big elephant thing. And we obviously were all turned on by that. And he's taken it again. And this time, it's another person's crimes. And Grindelwald is back. He's Johnny Depp, who has very real crimes against him. So that was weird that they cast him for that. But... Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed this new take on on Newt's commander and his furry friends. Yeah, I just
1: a lovely, a lovely new cast of characters. You had, uh, you had the little Porg from Star Wars show back up. Oh god! This time it could,
0: this time it could talk. And that that was a weird crossover, right? Because you're like, I didn't even know that WB and Disney liked each other, but they do. They love that shit. They do. They love it. And just like
1: all the furries, made a thing that didn't exist. Uh, it was beautiful, and and it was just, it was a nice little spunky. It was a little memey, okay. It was, it was a little it was a little on the nose for I think all the the internet crowd. Yeah. Uh, but I I think that the audience will enjoy it when they see him on the big screen.
0: Yeah, I thought I thought it was a real fresh take. Um, we also really enjoyed the cameo, uh, by Hagrid. He was real big in this one. Um, Hagrid's back, and he just kept going around to Newts, saying, "You're a wizard, Newt." And he was just saying his good, funny lines that Hagrid always did, um, (laughs) hitting those classics. It was also
1: super cute seeing him do it as a tiny, tiny
0: Hagrid, like a little teenage Hagrid. Just a little teenage Hagrid who's about nine feet tall. He was so tiny and small back then.
1: You're a wizard, Newt.
0: And he'd be like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm
1: not, I'm not a, I'm not a wizard. I promise.
0: You're a a wizard, Newt. And what kind of fucking name is Newt Scamander? What is that? Is that? Of uh, Scottish?
1: Yeah, it was super weird how they had
0: Newt murder him. <laughs> it was a real dark take. And they don't okay, so spoiler, if you don't want to know any more about the movie, don't listen anymore. But it was weird how they revealed that Hagrid becomes Voldemort at that point <laughs> because of the actions of Newt's Commander and how that's the real crime <laughs> of Grendelwald.
1: Yeah, there's there's just there's a there's a bunch of time-turning things happening where you think that this is happening in the past, but it's actually in a distant future of the Harry Potter genre. It's 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 very
0: Star Trek-esque R- in that. Well, I mean, because you know Disney didn't stop with just the Porg reference because whenever Doctor Strange showed up with the Time Infinity Stone, and he started fucking with that, he was just saying, I'm, like, no, I'm gonna mess up all these wizards because I'm the only wizard. And so then, of course, there's the battle between Newt's Commander and Doctor Strange, which was an unexpected crossover when you really unexpected. think about it. A crossover and honestly, worth it. Okay, so worth it. I love two seeing wand, my...
1: two wand boys, one's one cocky,
0: one a bumbling boy. Yeah, it was
1: beautiful.
0: It was, it was absolutely incredible. It was, I love seeing my Benedict Cumber then and versus the um, Eddie Redmean, and um, they had a good a magic battle, and ultimately. I think I think what really balances it out, right, is that Doctor Strange has his flying uh, coat. He's got that real good flying coat, but also Newt's commander had a fuck bear that—that's what he named it. He must have been running out of names, right? Connor, God can damn. we talk about some of the magical animal names real quick? Some of the new ones that came up with, such as fuck yes. bear. Well, he. he played with horny toad a lot, right? Like he, he wanted, he threw
1: that into just, he just connected magical creatures to the horny toad using transfiguration. Yeah. Which, I mean, it didn't, it didn't add anything to those beings. He just threw the names together.
0: Right. It was, it was real weird. One of the animals, um, kind of looked like a Slimer from Ghostbusters and he just called him Lube. And I was like, that's not even like a, like a scientific name. Newt.
1: No, he he was he's definitely not scientific in this one, but I did really enjoy the uh the masculinity complex that I think was was just full throughout the entire film through be, between him and Doctor Strange and then you had uh what's her nuts the Legilimens, being what we would commonly associate with masculinity. She was she was the stoic boy and I don't know. I'm just glad they're finally changing these characters up.
0: Oh, yeah. I really liked it whenever um, the blonde witch, uh, I can't remember her name, but she was one of the best parts of the first movie, and then the human boy, uh, Jacob, um, she just whispered real close to his ear, and she said, I'm the top. And w- so that was like, whoa, WB is taking this some places. And the elongated sex scene but between the witch and Jacob the muggle Was graphic, but listen, listen, listen. It was. It wasn't.
1: It was that, but it was also a family-friendly show for the children,
0: right? Because they pointed out each part of the process, so it was educational. It was
1: educational. Just lovely musical numbers, uh, starting from the
0: bottom, and now we're here. Uh well and just... I I really liked the return of uh, the insane clown posse to movie soundtracks. I thought the insane ICP really fit in. They had a whole bunch of juggalos come into the room with their fun little black and white scary masks and scare the shit out of you know the witch and the muggle mid fornication. And that was real oh fun. God. Yeah. Jesus. Wizard sex is j- crazy.
1: Just a jarring experience for the viewer. I don't know how they got that PG thirteen rating
0: yeah I don't know what parental guidance they're expecting, but whoa them some no. cool parents
1: no, and anything'll pass the Hayes code now, Kyle. I don't know what that is it's the uh it it was the code that was enforced in the early and mid uh twentieth
0: century to make sure that the movies were good for all the boys and girls of the land. Well, would you look at that? We've all. Learned something today, which is not what you expect when you turn on the old M-word, but it sometimes happens by complete accident.
1: Man. Um, but w- overall, great, great sick movie, and I, I implore you to uh, watch it
0: with your eyes closed. Exactly. I give it 5 out of 5 hippogriffs, so that's the standard. We want to thank Grant O'Brien for the intro natural music,
1: Ballad of a Dusty Boy, and Millennial Juice Lewis.
0: Also, Cyndia Martinez, thank you so much for our album artwork. Please also support us on Patreon. We've got some new patrons up in the mix and joining our lovely little community. And you should do it, too. It's only a dollar a month. Some people give more than a dollar, and that's just because they're better. But if you can give a dollar, you should do it because it's super simple and you get extra weekly little bites just like a vine. You get a little. We should start doing six second bites um, only for our Patreon, Connor. We'll talk about that later during our production meeting that we have every other day. Thank you all so much for listening. And as we always say, you're a wizard, Connor. I'm a Hagrid. I'm not a giant. I have big bones. Look at my big boners. What?
1: God, I'd invite a cadaver you so fast.
0: You <laughs> would bye.